And welcome to the podcast. I'm Roz. <laughs> Roz? He changed Ch- change your gender. I'm, uh, speaking, I'm, I'm saying, hang on, I'm saying my name as if I was Wishmaster. Uh, my, I am Roz. Uh, and I'm Phil, 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 Phil. Oh, I'm saying I've it got, five times, candy man. Oh, yeah, that's good, quite good. I'm just worried that now I have to say your name five times every time I speak to you. No, 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 but, no, but now I'm going to appear behind you. <laughs> oh, shit, well, fair enough, pretty sexy. Not the first time, Ross. Hey. No, it really isn't. <laughs> Jesus. And welcome to the podcast. This is the movie podcast where a filmmaker, a former filmmaker, just talks shit for about half an hour about movies. Uh, you know, that's kind of it now. If you're just tuning in for the first time, you've missed 80-odd episodes of this <laughs> Uh, you know, whether you want to go back or not, who knows? But if I've you are joining... Few, actually, I've had a few people recently, particularly people I've been on other podcasts for because I've been cheating on you, um, who have then messaged me saying, I've been listening to your podcast and really enjoying it. <laughs> so really can't be nice. Hey! Yeah. And I always, <laughs> I, always, I always recommend the Spectre episode as like the entrance one. <laughs> oh no it's seconds into the podcast and already we've like but it's got, funny like, because people do listen to it it's funny i listened to it again the other day yeah it's, it's a great weird. one and, and the funny thing is like like someone messaged me the other day and goes do you and ross ever talk about any films other than spectre and showdown no, no, and i'm like no, never no, no what's the point <laughs> <laughs> but but today we are going to be talking about sequels. So the best of the best, the films that at least matched, if not improved on the originals. And we're going to, Ross is going to give his list of his favourite sequels. And I'm going to dive into Times 35 best sequels to see if we agree with that oh. list. That's, that's coming up on this podcast. But first, as usual, Ross, what have you been watching? Oh, yes. Actually, just a very quick question on the sequels. Was I allowed to list like three? Did they have to just be part two? No, 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 no. They could be three calls or oh, four, four calls. Well, there's a six call, so I just wanted to make huh? sure. Uh, so there you go. All right, okay, cool. Uh, so my two recent film, well, my my very recent film, and then my recent old film, uh, are all both from yesterday. Ah. I'm, I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna run through a few very quick ones. I, I won't talk too much about them, but just a few before that, just very quickly. Uh, I watched Inmate Number One, writer Danny Trejo, and absolutely loved it. It's just utterly brilliant. I think it, you recommend it. Just it's brilliant. I just I mean, what a documentary and what a portrait and, and what a man. I think, yeah, and I think I knew quite a bit of it already. But it doesn't matter. It's just really really well done. Um, on the same day, I. <laughs> On the same day, I watched McBain for Christopher oh. Walken, which which is incredible. But there's a, there's a <laughs> I tell if people have watched McBain, but there's a moment when he's flying in a in an aeroplane, like in like a fighter jet, and he's like he's he's a fighter jet, and then there's another fighter jet, like there's a bad guy fighter jet that comes alongside them, and Christopher Walken lifts up a pistol, <laughs> he he raises a pistol, he fires through his cockpit. Right, but, but you and you see a bullet hole in his cockpit, so why that doesn't depressurize is beyond me. But so he fires a bullet through the, through the cockpit, the bullet seemingly passes through the cockpit of the other plane because there's no bullet hole and hits the pilot, killing him. Nice. So I don't, I don't know what kind of physics who do he's doing, but it's 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 a moment that I I remember and I go. That didn't happen in a film. Like, <laughs> like, it's not a spoof. It's not Naked Gun. It's a kind of 
Wow, or is angel. it? <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, if you haven't seen McBain, it's hugely recommended because the cast is great. Anyway, I don't uh, think very, 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 very briefly, I watched a double bill of horror films that I was really impressed with and didn't think I'd like at all, which was The Boy and The Boy 2, Brahms. I don't know if you've seen them at all. I saw uh, the trailer I, for The Boy 2 and I laughed my ass off. So here's the thing. Here's the weird thing. I had no real interest, particularly. But then the director is directing uh, the screenplay written by a good friend of mine. So I was really, yeah, I'm just curious. And it turns out I have seen some films that he's directed, William Brent Bell. And I thought The Boy and Brahms were both really good. Like, like they're not going to shock me. There's a couple of very good, tw- there's a couple of very, very good twists, if you don't know them. Like, there's a couple of very good twists. They're both, like, 90 and 87 minutes or something. So he really got them. I was, I was really, and also they're very British, which I didn't know. Like, they're kind of British set, even though they're American films. So there's, there's just, I... You could definitely do a lot worse. Uh, skipping on very quickly. Um, I watched Palm Springs, which I really enjoyed. Oh, isn't it brilliant? I really, 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 really hugely enjoyed it. And it, there, there was a point halfway through it where I, where I, where I went, I like, do I still like this? Just for a bit. There was a bit where I was just like, uh, do I like this still? And then it came round again very quickly. Like it was, I don't, I couldn't explain to you why. I think I just slightly phased out for a bit, if you know what I mean. Um, I genuinely think it is a brilliant film. It might be top 10 by the end of the year. Given yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I totally be. agree. I think it's, I mean, it also is helped by the fact that, you know, this is a pretty weak year for films, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that aside, it is really good. And, his, and it's his, charming and it's funny. And it's, well, I was going to say, it is funny. It is funny. But what I liked about it was, given that it's Andy Sandberg, I thought, and I, and I love Andy Sandberg films. Generally, I love Hot Rod. I love Popstar, Never Stop Stopping. All of that. I love Brooklyn. I love all of that stuff, right? But I, I had this concern, not not necessarily in a bad way, that it was going to be this kind of frenetic, just OTT comedy. And what I like about it is, it's not just a comedy. Like it's funny. It's not always <laughs> funny. It's not always funny. No. Do you know, do you know what I mean? And I like. Sure, for I like me, that about it. it's for me. It's like Groundhog Day, but. Hmm. Like for donors, I kind I kind of see that as well. Yeah, I kind of see that. It's, it's um, laid back more. Yeah, no, Palm Springs is great. Really, I highly I mean, recommend it. Yeah, and there was a few twists in it, but I thought were very good. When you realised where she's waking up, I thought that was really good. Yeah, that, that was, was quite, yeah, really that was good. clever. Um, and very briefly, I saw a film that you is in your bottom five. Uh, Line of Duty. Yes. And I felt it was my duty to watch this because I, I know Stephen a li- only a little bit. And I generally like his films. And I, I will say, I really like the beginning. And then I kind of fizzled. Like, it's, it's really weird because there's a lot going on and there's a lot of action. And I think Aaron Eckhart keeps it together. The girl that they pair it with is, I just sort of wanted her to fall out of a car and never be seen again. It's, it, it's I that really thing didn't of, like her character. So I thought she was just awful. Is that a thing of exceptionally unlikable characters? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a film right, he's full of unlikable fun. people. And I was just yeah. like, I just, like, I just didn't give, I got about halfway through and I realised I checked my phone about 10 times. And I'm I, like, yeah. Well, yeah, so here's the thing, I agree. I was checked out by halfway through. But the funny thing is, is it's well made. There is some good action. The chase at the beginning is terrific. The actual chase where they chase that guy down is really great. Although you sort of don't care too much because you don't really know who he is. And then, and then there's other stuff. I will say, I really liked the very end when all those people come together. Like, I like how the social media bit, which at first seems so rancid through the movie, 
I do like that there was like a positive spin on at the end. I don't know that the film earns it, if that makes sense. Like, I yeah. I wouldn't say to people don't watch it, and I genuinely don't think it is bottom five. So, so you're, you're, bit... you're, I'm going to talk about these quickly. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, it's only because you've, you've mentioned it so many times in terms of like yeah. not liking it. I, I, I just thought I, it was worth relating. I just thought it was worth relating. I'm just not, I just wasn't, isn't, yeah. and never will be a fan. It it's just. My, it's my least favourite of his films, and I like his films a lot, so it was a little bit disappointing. So, what um, were the last yeah. actual films Sorry, you saw? Yes, apologies, I was getting straight to it. One of them's an absolute corker, one of them isn't. Uh, so, the older film that I watched yesterday was Desperate Measures from 1998. Oh, um, Michael blast. Keaton, yeah? Michael Keaton and Andy Garcia. It is an yeah. absolutely barnstormy thriller. I think I've watched, I think this is only the fourth time I've watched it, third or fourth time. Because I watched it, funny enough, the reason I watched it was it came up in like my Facebook memories from like two years ago or something. Um, it is an absolutely cracking belter of a thriller. It, 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 it's meticulous. And it's 95 minutes again or something. <laughs> and it, he's brilliant. Michael he Keaton. Is bri- he is brilliant in it. He is, he is brilliant in it. And it's interesting that he goes from being so unlikable to you sort of like him. <laughs> And, and particularly by the end when he's a he's done horrendous shit through the movie, the epilogue, the very I'd forgotten that the very about what the very last what the very last mo- moment of the film is, and it's a real it's brilliant and really funny. I honestly really can't funny. remember. It's I been so long. I highly recommend watching it again. It's yeah, absolutely. No, I, oh my god. I absolutely so love that film when it came out. It was one and of my. People never mention it. People never no, talk about it's like, it. It's like Breakdown, right? Do you remember yeah, the? I love Breakdown. Yes, I've been. I've been. That has been on my pile to watch again for a few months. I love that. No film. one remembers that film. I know. Jonathan. No Mostel one talks well. about that film. It's great. But JT it, Walsh is amazing. Yeah, it, it, and everyone's forgotten about JT Walsh. JT Walsh yeah, was the nineties go-to amazing. amazing actor. Amazing. Absolutely. So okay, yeah. cool. So that's your so, that's your new new film. So, no, no, that's my old new film. That's my oh, old new film. film, yes, of course. And then my, my new new film, again, starts well, and then Jesus. So it's a film called The Night Clerk. Oh, so, right, I've I've toyed a couple of times I've picked this up, oh, and I was like... Don't, don't, don't. I'm, I promise you don't. Like, this, the thing is, it's so promising. Ty Sheridan, who I think is a terrible cyclops, but is a good actor. Like, I like, I've liked him and yeah. stuff. I've liked, I've liked him. I've liked him. He's in a great Christopher Smith film called Detour. Um, and I've seen, I've, I, I think he, and Ready Player One, I think he did a good job. I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the film. Love I the think, film. I think Didn't like yeah. him, I want to Yeah, I think, I think, but he's, it, it's, oh, okay. But you've got Anna de Armas, you've got, the best thing about it is John Leguizamo, who is fantastic in it. Uh, Helen Hunt, who, have you seen Helen Hunt recently? No. <laughs> Helen Hunt, I don't want to be me. It'll sound, no matter what I say, it will sound unpleasant. I I'm don't know it. what's, I don't know what's happened to her. But it, she doesn't look like herself anymore. She looks. But that's really like, like, like it's the Rene Zellweger factor, right? But it's, it's like, like Rene. But Rene Zellweger still looks like Rene. Not, oh wow, she really looks like. No, no, she looks like she looks like a. She looks like skeletal. Like she yeah. Look, I, I mean, she. By the way, she's still really good in the movie. She plays his mum. She's really good in the movie. Um, and Anna de Armas is good, and you've got John Jonathan Shack, who I'm a big fan of. And essentially, yeah. it's a thriller about a night clerk who has Asperger's, played by Ty Sheridan. And he has, I don't know if he's in a twist, he's set up in the, the, motel, the hotel rooms that he like looks after. He's set up cameras in them because he's trying to observe people 
to become better at interacting with people. Oh, okay. And he doesn't understand how wrong that is in terms of pride. Oh, okay. He doesn't understand. Um, and he essentially witnesses a murder. And then it's about trying to prove that he didn't do it. And obviously you don't want people to find out that he's been spying on them, even though in his heart he's like an innocent person. He's not a creepy stalker, but obviously that is creepy. And it... And again, here we, when we put it on, we were like, okay, it looks interesting because good cast, thriller, you know, good, pre, you know, solid premise, which it is. And it's again, I saw the counter, 90 minutes. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. And about first 20 minutes, very good. And then it just plummets. Like, well, like it flatlines for yeah. 40 well, minutes at least. <laughs> and then the final, act, the final act is pretty good. If it was one hour long, if it was like an episode of like The Twilight Zone or yeah. a black, a black I, know, I know it's slightly not the right material, but it would have it would have worked a lot better, but it's just not enough. It just flatlines. Interestingly, uh, so I watched a film. This isn't my, the most recent film I watched, um, but I watched You Should Have Left This Week, the, uh, the Blumhouse Kevin Bacon movie. Oh, I, haven't, I didn't know that was even out. Mm. Oh, oh, is it not good? It's like, ni- again, 90 minutes, tick. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. fucking huge tick. Um, but it just and Blum- doesn't. And Blumhouse overall. And Blumhouse, yeah. Um, but it just doesn't go anywhere. It literally mm. was just boring. Like, like there's a there's a twist, and the twist is like, right. yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, yes, obviously. Like, yeah. is that really a twist? Is that a twist, or did that just happen? Uh, and oh, it, I, I was just so, let, I mean, I still had the best reviews. It's definitely hit my my worst five films of the year. Oh, nice. Um, it's just, I like, it's not been other than Invisible Man. It's not been a great year for Blumhouse this year. Oh, also, um, did you did you by any chance see yet? Uh, Don't let go. The David O'Yellow film. Oh no, that's, did that's, I. A, that's a Blumhouse one. It's actually, <laughs> I mean, I really liked it, and I will say, occasionally these days when I watch a movie. I'm like, is this going to be any good? Do, do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Like you kind of go, and actually, I think Don't Let Go works really, really well in the end. Okay. It's very, it's very, I genuinely can't remember. Um, so last um, older film that I watched yes. was Morats. Oh, my God. I've got... I've, <laughs> what, is, it, is there an anniversary coming up or something? Because I really feel like I need to watch it again. I don't know, is the honest answer. Is it 95, so 25 years? Oh, yeah, okay, that. there you go. Yeah, probably yeah. I'm sure I've seen something out of... Like yeah. about a new, a new version of um, it's still brilliant it still holds up really well and it still has the best stanley camp second best stanley cameo right. ever tony whole, stank is still my favorite um but also um um the fucking the, <laughs> the questions he's being asked about the rocks stick uh, the things dick amazing it's so, right it's so funny it's like like <laughs> genuinely everyone wanted that film to fail um yeah. everyone supported it failing I'm like you. I still th- I I love Clerks. Yeah. I still think I'm it's a big... better film than Clerks. Oh yeah, I'm not the biggest Clerks fan. Like, I love what Clerks did. Yeah. I love Clerks. And, and I, I, love, I love Clerks too, which is really weird. I hate Clerks. But... <laughs> no, I know. But more rats. I love is more rats. Brilliant. Yeah, it it's, is. It's genuine and it's yeah. held up really well. Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker is. Michael Rooker. Amazing. I didn't realize Michael Rooker was it. He's got Michael Rooker and Ben Affleck for God's sake. I know, and and Sven Olsen. And also one of the best recurring jokes, yeah, which is the whole, you know, really uncomfortable. Yeah, he wants really to fuck me somewhere really uncomfortable. What the back of a Volvo? Back of a Brilliant! It's just it's it's great fun, and um, Jason Lee is amazing. Yeah, like, um, yeah you know, I can't. Like, like five years later, five years later, that would have been Jack Black. 
yeah. in that rock. Do you know what I mean? Like five, seven years later or something, Jack Black would have played that rock. And it wouldn't have been half as good. In oh, my yeah, no, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm just saying, but that, like, like the role that Jack Black played in like High Fidelity is sort of that, it, you know what I mean? But, it's, it's a really fun, funny, silly I will, movie. I will dig it out because I really do like it. Um, it's on, yeah, on Netflix as well at the moment in the UK. Oh, awesome. Oh, okay, fine. Um, and the last, last, last film that I watched uh, was the new film, was uh, the documentary Cleaning Up the Town, Remembering Ghostbusters. Oh, my mate produced that, Hank Stars. Hank Stars so, produced it. So it's really, it's really weird, right? So Netflix made a show called The Movies That Made Us yes. last year. Yes. And I had a Ghostbusters episode. I now, haven't watched it yet. I've only watched Die Hard. Between mm. the two, mm. they're incredible. But it's weird, like, Clean Up the Town doesn't have some of the stuff that's in oh, the Netflix one. The one. A Netflix one doesn't have a load of stuff that's in the... My, my, my overall thought is there is an incredible amount of detail here. Yeah. Right? There's too much detail. It's two oh, hours, yeah, yeah. ten minutes long. Oh, I didn't realise that. Which is too long. Yeah. And it's a really... And I hate to say it, it's a really boring talking head format. Oh, that's a shame. Like, you know how vibrant and fun Life After Flash is? Of course, it's incredible. Yeah, it's genuinely like a really fun movie. Yeah, yeah. This is just a bunch of people sitting around with Ghostbusters signs behind them talking about the movie. And oh. there's really interesting stuff in it, but it should have been 85 minutes. Yeah. And you can't get around the elephant in the room without Bill Murray. Yeah. It really struggles to have a point. Because right, yeah. you've got everyone's perspectives, except the, probably the guy you want to hear from. Except Bateman, yeah. Um, but you know, it it, it wasn't it wasn't bad by any stretch. Yeah, it's no. a solid three out of five. Okay. It's it's fun. You know, it's yeah, got yeah, a lot yeah. of detail. And if you love ghosts, two hours, two hours and ten is long for a documentary. Two hours and ten is and two hours and ten for a, a documentary, which is effectively behind-the-scenes footage, but mostly just talking heads. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there is a lot in there, and if you're a fan of Ghostbusters, you'll get more out. I genuinely probably recommend the Netflix one slightly more, just because there's some really interesting stuff about Bill Murray and and his casting that, that Cleaning Up the Town just misses out. But Life After Flash is, is infinitely better. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, but, I love a life flash. Yeah, life flash is great. But um, uh, other things that I've watched recently, just to kind of just as a quick catch up, I watched uh, for the first time. I watched Do the Right Thing. I love that's the first, your first time. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? When you just kind of go, oh shit, I've never actually watched Do the Right Thing. It's amazing. And it it seems like the right time to oh, watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> without being. Without being kind of like all there about it, it, it was definitely the right time to to watch that. And weirdly, the thing I liked about it was you didn't really know where it was going for the majority of the film. Right. Yes. Like the, the, the like there's this underlying racism in the film from the Italian white characters, but it's it's underlying. Right. And it's, it's just kind of there on the surface and then when it when shit kicks off it goes mad the other couple, two films i've watched that i've really enjoyed i was just I, gonna say just gonna say very quickly it's also got one of the best opening title sequences of yeah time. title sequence is great um another older film that i haven't watched that i watched this week this is england uh shane meadows film oh, that's a great film yeah brilliant <laughs> film and i'm gonna watch the, the tv series next right, uh, right really enjoyed that 
Um, and you don't know me, the uh, Showgirls documentary. <laughs> Oh, I need to see that. When is that? Good. What's that one? I'd like. I need to see. Uh, that. I I got it via Rakuten TV. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's really good, right? It's yeah, it's um, it's not brilliant, and you, you know, you kind of have to avoid the fact that for the majority of the film, they're trying to genuinely convince you that there's a deeper level to Showgirls. It's like there, no, there, there isn't. It's all there is You can you can 100% make up why it's more deep, but it's right, but it's but it's funny. Um. I watched Greyhound. I don't know if you've watched Greyhound. No. It's okay. Do you know what? It's it's a Tom Hanks action movie with absolutely no subtext. Oh dear. Okay. But that's great because I, I I wanted a, a World War Two action movie with no subtext. Um, I watched VFW, which I thought was okay. I liked VFW. I just I think I told you about it. I found it was just a bit. Uh, I don't know. Just I just I don't. It's hard for me to. I liked it overall. I just found it was a yeah. bit. Because all the neon and stuff, it just it all just yeah. got a bit samey after a while. But I still like the movie. Um, I like I, I watched Hidden, the Duffer Brothers. Oh, you told me I need to see that. Really good. And uh, of course, last but certainly not least, and we won't go on about it, but Hamilton. Yes. I mean, it's Hamilton, right? Yep. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I know, but um, you really do need to see um the the UK version. Oh no! It's on my so list. much. It's so much, and I, I mean, I'm, I see it every three months. Well, not at the moment, obviously. And uh, it is like I've had, I had, I've had friends see it. I've had friends who've like seen it in the states or other place. One of my friends said she's seen it in like L.A., New York, etc., etc., etc. And she just said the British, because I took her to see the British one, and she just said the London one, I should say. And she just said, "This is this is the best cast. They're just overall the best." Sadly, cast. they have made all the cast redundant. Yeah. I've let them all well, go. Well, hopefully when they hopefully when it comes back, hopefully they'll back still be available and they'll be able to get the same yeah, exactly. cast back. But exactly. I think, you know, that's uh, that's an industry that I think is forever going to be changed by this. Sadly. Well, we were but... we were walking around. We were walking around. A friend of mine. We were walking around all the theatres a few days ago, and we we're like, this one's going to be a Kingdom of Candy. This one's going to be uh, a Next. This one's going to be a Primark. Well, probably Well, Primark will actually share open. But uh, the interesting, like even in even in Broadway, Frozen will not reopen. Yes, yeah, terrifying. Like Frozen is not reopening. I know. I mean, to be fair, Disney, much like the sequel, they missed a boat on that. Like eight, seven years after the or six years after the film came out, they released a musical and a sequel, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm 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 on Moana's better." Right. Yeah. Exactly. It is. Anyway, let's talk sequels, right? Um, So I thought I'd pull up the time list of the 35 sequels that are better than the original movie. Or good sequels. Um, And we'll just quickly blast through this, then we'll give our own opinions. But basically, do we agree that it's better than the original movie? Okay. That is the question here. Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, uh, Yes, I guess. Just as an an action movie. Yeah, yeah. And actually, probably not my favourite Mission Impossible film, but... Or is it? It might actually be my favourite Mission Impossible film. Actually. Fallout's the best of the, from in terms of action and stuff. Yeah, I stand collected. Uh, Paddington 2. I haven't seen it and I'm desperate to. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Logan, I th- goes without saying, really. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, if you're comparing it to the Origins movie. Which was yeah, I mean, I mean, next one's a bit more controversial, right? Mm-hmm. Is Mad Max Fury Road the best Mad Max sequel? It's it's re- right. I I I would pretty much 
end up saying yes. Like, but it's it's a close run thing because I watched Road Warrior again the other day, and Road Warrior is absolutely incredible. And it's Fury brilliant. Road and Fury Road doesn't exist without without Road Warrior, let alone Mad Max. So, I, of course, you are wrong. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome is the best Mad Max no, it's film. Not. It's one of the funniest. It's not it's the best. It's barking. Um, it's barking. Right. I, I, you know me. When Fury Road came out, I was like, meh. I watched I it a couple. Why. I watched it a couple of years ago, and I'm like, it's now my best film of the last decade. Yeah, it's amazing. It like, but it's also not a Mad Max movie. And like to this of day, it is. of course, it's, it's Mad not Max. a Mad Max movie. Listen, like, I'm Max sorry. Max is sidelined for that entire movie. Not he does not, nothing. No, no, no. Because if you look at Road Warrior and if you look at Thunderdome, very similar. Yeah, but it's very similar. I would argue that they could have set that. It, his character is so far removed from his character in the other films that I would argue that you could have made a Mad Max story, Fury Road, and had the exact same film, exact same film, just called Tom Hardy something different. Or, yeah, of course, of course. But you could say that about Indiana Jones in the Raiders of Lost you could, But Or do what everyone kind of expects, kind of says that it is, and say that this isn't Mad Max, this is the kid from Beyond Thunderdome. Or the kid from, 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 from Road Warrior. Or the kid from Road Warrior, right? Or so terrible. either or, and, you know, he's taken on the Mad Max mantle. And that, yeah. for me, would have just, you just go, yeah. And that would have actually made the film better for me, to separate I th- I th- the two. I just don't think it makes any difference when you just watch the movie, to be honest. Anyway, next up, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. I mean, yes, but only because, because I think the first one was terrific, but it's it's it was more of a... Well, the thing about Winter Soldier is it's one of the best Marvel films. Yeah. It's like easily top three, right? Regardless of what order. It's still my favourite. So, but I'm just saying, like, almost like no, no debate, it's top three, right? Um, and... And so, yes, it is better than the original, like in terms of. <laughs> it's a tough one, because it's, it's barely because it's barely a sequel. It's just so it's so different. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. more of the same. It's not like um, it's the first. It's not, it's I not, think, you know, it's not like um, Scream and Scream 2, for example. It's no. they're so far removed from each other. But, someone, but I suppose objectively, you've probably just got to say yes. Because someone said, and I, I agree that, that it wasn't until the Russos came along with Winter Soldier, that they finally worked out how. Captain America should fight. Yeah, well, that's Spyro Rosatus rather than them. Yeah, still, yes, but, but yes, yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with you. Like, yeah, they, they've kind of like that was the film that nailed Captain America for me. Uh, next yeah, up, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Now, I always get confused which one Dawn is. Dawn is the second one. Of yes, these, of the new ones. So yeah, you have Dawn, yeah, I, you have yeah, Rise, Dawn, and War. Yes, and I like, I love all of them. Are they working? <laughs> I need to watch them all again. I think yes, Dawn is a better sequel simply because it, well, it. If you're just saying, is it a better film? It takes what they started in the first one, built on it so well, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, How to Train Your Dragon Two? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I and, the, and the first one's amazing as well. It's not. It's not. It's now not the big question, not on this list, but is How to Train Your Dragon Three better than How to Train Your Dragon Two? Yeah. Yeah. I think they've topped it every time. Same with <laughs> yeah. Toy Story. Look at Toy Story. Same again. Yeah. Although one, four's two, better than three. I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I wasn't talking about four. Just one, two, and three. <laughs> they, they, they better than four's sides. good, but yeah. Uh, four's I, fight, yeah, yeah. A film I have no reference of uh, before midnight. 
Oh yeah, because this is before dawn. Before yeah, um, I don't think it's better. I think all three of them are pretty. It's before sunrise. Before yeah, I've not yeah. seen any of them. I like I like I like them all. I think they're really good. I'm not. I don't know if I'd say it's better. I am not a uh, massive Linklater fan. I will um, say they are very, they are very enjoyable. Uh, maybe I'll give them a go. I wasn't, um, expect, wasn't expecting it. Wasn't expecting it. The next one is a given. I think there's no argument that this is still the best of the franchise. Uh, Fast Five. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> um, Fast Five was where they reinvented everything. So yes, absolutely. And and adding the Rock was yes. Well, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Fucking genius. Uh, of course, if it came down to a choice between The Rock and Tyrese, I would pick Tyrese every day. We all, we all would. <laughs> who would, who would and know? so would Tyrese, weirdly. Yes. yes. Uh, Toy Story 3. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, the Dark Knight. Uh, but, uh, yes, probably. Although I still think it's overrated, but it is better than Batman Begins. It's my favourite film of that decade. That doesn't <laughs> make sense. Doesn't it make sense. is literally the best superhero movie ever made. No, it's not. It is literally the best Batman movie ever made. It's top five, maybe. And it literally has the best villain in any superhero movie ever. Mm. It does. Debatable. He's very, very, he's very, 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 very good. And the film is flawless. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. In fact, I would argue it doesn't get better than the bank heist at the beginning of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Next up. Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Uh, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I don't really like the first one, but I agree. It does It, it does what the right... If we say better, I just feel like what we're saying is, does it do what a sequel is supposed to do? Improve. Yeah, yeah, improve and build and all of that stuff. Interestingly, the next up is Born Ultimatum. Well, it's You're not a fan Ultimate. of that one, are you? I'm not. No, I'm not a fan of it. Well, no, the one I'm a fan of is Born Identity, but Born Ultimatum is definitely more enjoyable than Born Supremacy, which was yeah. fucking. I agree. Wrong. I actually, I actually remember giving that my film of the year back in 2000. And I mean, if yeah. nothing else, the fight with Joey Anser is like a proper fight. Oh, it's there's, amazing, isn't it? There's stakes. Like, it just, you just feel it more. I mean, Supremacy was just hard, man. It's not a good film. I, but I love I, Identity. I think Identity is the best one still. I think, personally, Ultimatum for me film. is the best of the franchise. Uh, again, I don't think this... Now, we're talking original Spider-Man trilogy here. So Raimi. So Raimi. Yeah, Raimi. Spider-Man 2. It probably is better than the first one, actually. Is it better than the two new ones? Uh, no. Yes. No. Well, 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 well. It's, it's definitely better than, than the second new one, for sure. And, and I think it's arguable that... It, the funny thing about Spider-Man <laughs> 2 is it feels like it could just be Spider-Man 1. Like, yeah. they're very, very, very similar. Even if, if, even in the whole, the villain is like a nice person who becomes evil because they kind of go crazy. Like, it's almost like the same story. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I would suggest probably that Homecoming is probably better than Spider-Man 2, probably. But that might just be because it's the most recent one and Tom Holland is excellent and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And Keaton is incredible hold- Spider-Man 2 is one of the best. Movies. It is definitely one of the best. One of the like, best. Uh, 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 yes, definitely. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prison of Escaban is definitely better than Philosopher's yes, Stone it and Chamber of Secrets. And it's, actually, funny, it's funny that they picked the third one rather than the second one because the first two are very similar. Yeah. And the third one is where it starts to grow up. I, so, yeah, I still think it. it's the best of all of them. It's definitely one of them. I need to watch. I think I told you I got the boot because I never ended up watching the very, very last one in the cinema. 
because the second to last one maybe it was so boring that I just didn't care. I, and do you know what? I, I'm a I massive fan of of of, carry, uh, of Harry on camping, as Mark Kermode called it. <laughs> yeah. I need to. Um, I like yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I keep meaning to like at Christmas because I've had the Blu-ray box set probably for a couple of years or however long I've had it, and I keep meaning to at Christmas, you know, just watch them all. Um, They're great. They are genuinely great films. And Harry on Camping is not as bad as you remember. In fact, it has some really good moments. It wasn't even that it was bad. It was just that the last 40 minutes appeared (laughs) to be in a tent. And and bearing in mind, I'm sitting in a cinema. It's not the same thing as watching them at home, you know. Uh, So I might might like it. What I'm saying is I might like it more when I actually at home. Let's dive for a few. X-Men 2, I think yes. we all agree, yes, is the best well, and, movie. And, and one of the best superhero films, for sure. Yeah, totally. Lord of the Rings, Two Towers? Um, yeah. yeah, because it's the first one, even though I now love them as a whole, if you take them individually, the second one is a much more exciting movie than the first movie. Now, this is the one where you are going to say no, and okay. I'm going to say yes. Mm. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Uh, definitely no. Definitely yes. <laughs> no. Definitely it's a better yes. a, it's a better action film. It's a better film. Yeah, better. The story no. is so perfectly plotted in that film. Yeah, but so it's the first one. <laughs> first yeah, the, one. the first one is, it, to me, the first one is that kind of, like, I love the first one, but the second one just did everything the first one did, but better. I don't think I don't think the second one the second one isn't in any way scary whereas the first one is in the first one the Terminator is terrifying and in the second movie neither Terminator is terrifying I don't know I always thought the relentless of no no I yeah but nothing exemplifies that better than the first movie nothing they feel they feel so they feel so alone in the first movie do you know what I mean yeah I get that. I get that. I just I like the second movie because I like the second movie plenty. There's nothing wrong with the second. Second movie is a great movie and it's a great sequel. <laughs> but before, I just don't see it as being better. I think the first movie was so groundbreaking, like, like just so there's so much in the first movie and so much promise at the end of it. I absolutely think it's deliver. But T huh? two is one of my favourite films of all time. Uh, Silence of the Lambs, a, a technical sequel. No, I prefer, man, I prefer Manhunter a lot. Man, I prefer Manhunter loads uh, more to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, <laughs> I think Manhunter is amazing. I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in many. Did I tell many, you? I think I, I think I told you. you I, did, saw yeah. it. I think it was in lockdown, just maybe at the beginning of lockdown, and we. Just I recorded it. Loved it. I recorded oh, it. Then right. we lost our skybox, um, oh, <laughs> and we ex- lost the recording. Excellent film, like really excellent. Superman two. That's a really good question. I I just I adore the first film so much, so no. Um, but it's an awfully fun sequel. Like, it's super fun. I don't think you could call it a better <laughs> film than the first one. I have to agree. And I technically, it was being made at the same time as the first film anyway. <laughs> so it's, you know. Yeah. Uh, National Lampoon's yeah. Christmas Vacation. I don't have an opinion. Oh, maybe, yeah. But that might be nostalgia because I've watched Christmas Vacation pretty much every year for the last 10, 12 years. And the original film is very funny, like really good. There's something very uh, warming about Christmas Vacation. I, I am. Think I, I think I probably prefer it. I watched it for the first time last year. Oh really? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's great. 
the moment when he falls through the attic is one of, the, one of my favourite, when he's sitting there because he's trapped in the attic watching the old films and then they come home and open up the loft door and he just drops and he's got a tear in his it's, eye. Just it's a really, okay. really great fun film. Um, so next up on the list, uh, again, I don't think there'll be much dispute on this one, but Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh yeah, I'm questioning. Khan! It's one of the best films ever made. Yeah, I mean, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan is the mm. best Star Trek film still. And it's one of the best submarine films ever made. Yeah. Oh, Korean. my God. Korean. Yeah. It's just like the whole the whole battle. Mm. It's, so next up, I don't think you. Mm, now, what's Ross going to say? <laughs> Can that be a segment? What's Ross going to say? Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> 1979. Um... Is it better than Night of the Living Dead? See, that 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 kind of crosses over into my whole we were going to talk about doing remakes at some point yes no absolutely um it's, this is very difficult i i would have to say on balance it's funny because this is actually difficult i um i think arguably that arguably um, see i have issues i think that the acting in the second one is is really pretty te- like i enjoy it but it's terrible and yeah. I think that the acting in the first film is generally pretty good. I think the performances... In the, I know Space sounds such a, a weird thing to judge these movies on, it being the acting performances. But the tension in the house in the first movie... and well, like, like, like Terminator and movie, Terminator 2 again, right? Kind of, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. The first movie is almost like a housebound thriller, <laughs> like, with, like a siege movie. Whereas the second movie... Ah, you know what? I'll have to say it's really odd because I've never thought about it in those days before. And I'd probably say the first one is a better film. Like, I, the, second, the second film was much bigger and funner and gory. Yeah. And black, you know, like, for real. I think the first one is arguably a better film. And we'll come on to this with my list, but actually I yeah, think yeah, yeah. David is better than both of them. Well, that's a fair point. Is, that's if the was, controversial if you'd have said, point. If you'd, have, well, no, but if you'd have said it's day better than dawn, I'd say yes, day is a yeah. much more. And when you say better, this is a very narrow definition because it's so nihilistic. Yeah, absolutely. But I, but I, I believe it. I believe uh, it. Roger Ebert said of Dawn of the Dead, I love this. How can I defend this depraved trash? I do not defend it. I praise it. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> nice. Uh, Godfather Part 2. Um, see, this is difficult for me because my, my gut reaction is to say yes. But the actual thing is you, you need to watch both of them together. One doesn't because, exist. Because two does, and two does not work at all without one. No. Two no, doesn't work absolutely. at all without one. It really it's, doesn't. So, is it a better film? Yes. Could it exist um, without it? No. Like, like, and it's, and no, but it, is it? Is And I think the problem for me is I've always watched them that way. I've never seen The Godfather, then waited two years and then seen The Godfather or whatever. And seen yeah. Godfather Part Two. I've literally always <laughs> seen them together. And The Godfather, however it sounds, The Godfather to me does not feel like it's finished until Part Two finishes. Yeah. And then, and then you couldn't just watch Godfather Part Two. No, no, you're right. It, it's it's it, it's one story told yeah. over three films yeah, in two films. Right, I don't yes, count the first film. Right? No, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Part two is two films. Yeah, it is. Um, and this is time. why, and I've never watched it, but this is why I'm always fascinated by the the mini series that put it in a oh, chronological order. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Because I, I don't see how that would work. But hey, uh, next up, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's not a sequel. That's bollocks. <laughs> a few dollars more for a few dollars more. That's the sequel. Like, is it is a sequel? 
And I, I think A Few Dollars More is better than a film for A Fistful of Dollars. A good, the Bad and the Ugly isn't a sequel to either film. And it's we have... Just, it's just, it just, that's like saying that Hot Fuzz is a sequel to Short of a Dead, and it isn't. No. Uh, we have a controversial one up next. Uh, but, um, so the best Bond film uh, okay. sequel from Russia with Love, according to Time. Well, I would agree that from, from Russia with Love is better than Doctor No, even though, again, it can't exist without it. For Russia with Love, actually, that's no, not true. For Russia with Love could easily have been like the first Bond film. It's a better first Bond film than Doctor No. That's kind of what I'm getting at. I yeah. think From Russia with Love is a better film than Doctor No. Yeah. But that's it's a, not the best that's a good sequel. One. No. But then, uh, are any Bond films a, a technical sequel? Because they don't well, carry on the story. I mean, well, I, suppo- well, I suppose, I mean, like, if you're saying. I suppose it's an eight to five sequel. I mean, you could probably say that all of the Sean Connery ones are connected as other Roger Moore. You know what I mean? So in yeah. some ways, I'd say the best sequel for, for Sean Connery would be Goldfinger, probably. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, right? Best probably. sequel for Roger Moore? Because uh, actually, the best Roger Moore film is, is Live and Let Die. Well, it's, well The Spy Who Loved Me is very, very good. I'd probably True. say The Spy Who Loved Me. I yeah, okay. Because that was his best second one. Yeah. Dalton? Well, that's, sequel. That's, that's, <laughs> There's that's, only one. That's license to Kill, and it's the best one. And it's the best one. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, best yeah. Brosnan sequel. Oh Jesus, they're all. T- um, it's got to be World is Not Enough, right? Because Die Another Day is shit. Tomorrow Never Dies is shit. I actually the like problem, the, the problem with World is Not Enough though, is it's the least memorable one. But I really like, think... Die Another Day is terrible. But I enjoy. I love the first hour of Die Another Day as well. That's a weird thing. So yeah. Um, I, I you're right. World... Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow never dies is absolutely terrible. The world right. is not enough. Is the most Roger Moore Bond film. Roger Moore yeah. never. Played. Kind of. I always wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Oh, that yeah, God. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. Christmas only came once a year. Oh, that's oh Jesus. Is that, the, <laughs> and, that is the world is not enough, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, Denise Richards as the nuclear scientist. As a nuclear scientist. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible and, and literally like dr christmas jones and you know for right. sure yeah. they were like what christmas puns can we get in yep. now yep. let's name them. uh and finally on the time list and then we'll quickly go through our list uh brian yeah. frankenstein oh that's a good question it's been a very 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 long time since i've seen it so i it's hard for me to give an honest answer yeah probably that's not a very good answer but probably so how did you format yours did you do a top 10 and other mentions or did you just do a list of your favorite sequels i did a list okay so let's let's just go let's just give our list and like we did there just quickly comment i'll go i think we'll alternate right well uh no fuck it i'll do my list you do your list that's easier um so my honorable mentions uh blade 2 Hang on, one second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I've done way more than twelve. Actually, I won't name the ones we've already been through, like Captain America: Winter Soldier. Cool. And stuff. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'll do the same. So, so Blade Two. Uh, very good. Yes. Halloween Three. I had that season of the witch. Yes. Love that film. Love, 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 love. It's one of the best Halloween films, that, and everyone fucking hates it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me at all. No. It's uh, Gremlins Two: The New Batch. Yeah, I'm not sure it's better than the first one. I love it. Like, it's super enjoyable. I'm not sure it's better than the first it's one. It's better. Oh, it... but that's not really what we were saying, though, was it? We were just no, no, no. Sequels. We were saying, like, our favourite Yeah, sequels. so it's a great so it's just a great sequel, yes. It's, I love Gremlins 2. I think it's got so much right with it. Like, Gremlins 1 is a super well, the Leonard, dark the, the, Leonard, the Leonard Morton thing is amazing. Yeah. Because, you know, Leonard Morton, like, said Gremlins was terrible. And yes. then they kill him in Gremlins 2. I know. <laughs> so um, 
like Gremlins, Gremlins one is a, is a surprisingly dark film, right? We've discussed it this very, so very much. Yeah, Gremlins two is basically Terminator two <laughs> to Terminator. I see a trend here. Um, mm. Other ones on my list: Captain America, uh, yeah. with Spider Man two, Day of the Dead. Talk about it quickly. Um, mm-hmm. You're right. It is still the most nihilistic movie I have ever seen. It in really is life. Mm. It is the kind of film that makes you like so super depressed. It's fucking amazing. No film yeah. has ever touched the nihilism of that. The road gets close. Right. Yeah. But this is, you know, uh, Fury Road. Discuss that one. Um, yep. 28 weeks later. Yes, I like that a lot. Love that. Love, love, love. My favourite Batman film that isn't The Dark Knight. Uh the Batman Returns. Yeah, I've got that in my list. Because it's it's like I always imagine like after Batman, like the pitch meeting where Burger King sat down to watch Batman Returns for the first time to, to work out how they were going to tie in their fucking Happy Meals and, and toys and shit. And literally, I can imagine the executives turning around to Tim Burton and going, what the actual fuck have you done? And he said, and this is what happens when you give me total control. Yeah. <laughs> I make the the the, the darkest mentalist Batman film ever. Mm. It's amazing. Wrath of Khan, Evil Dead Two. Yes, of course. But Army of Darkness is better. Yeah, but it, mm, I don't know if it's better. It's very different. Dominated uh, uh, through Judgment Day. Mm. I think we missed out on the other one because it was on their list. But The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, yeah, still. Yeah, I guess I'm not really the biggest fan. Of hmm? the yeah. dark, hmm? <laughs> the dark night of the one that was missing on their list, which I think is fucking out, astounding. A mission is the best sequel of all time. It's aliens. Aliens, right? Yes. What the? I was, the, I was amazed oh. that didn't come. That's, that's that's my first one. Aliens and Evil Dead Two are my first ones. It's it's almost like Aliens, Aliens, and Aliens when you talk about sequels, right? Right. I love your comment the other day, by the way, when you were talking about Black Rain. Um, when you when you said you said something about like I, I I thought what was it? I thought this might be one of Ridley Scott's few decent films. Well, no, I was just saying it's what it could it could have been one of Ridley Scott's yeah. few decent films. Like people got really angry. Like, yeah. But why don't they understand that Ridley Scott isn't a very good filmmaker? I don't like, understand. Gladiator like, is boring. Like, Gladiator is really boring. Prometheus is boring. Prometheus is terrible. What, what was his most recent good film? The Martian, well, it's probably The Martian. Which was a good really film, the actually. Yes, exactly. um, do you know what? Do you know, his best film, the best Ridley Scott film that's ever been made is Crimson Tide. Right, but that wasn't him. That was his brother. Exactly. He was made by his brother. Right, but like I say, he, he also made G.I. Jane, which was a Tony, which was like a Tony Scott film. I don't understand. Like, my so, cock. Yeah, that's so funny. Or is it suck my dick? And you're supposed to suck my dick and you're supposed to cheer, but everyone just laughed in the cinema. I I remember that. I think actually we had a double bill. It wasn't too far away. We had G.I. Jane and then I think shortly before or after we saw saw Striptease and it's like, I've had enough. I can't cope with any more Demi Moore. That's that's enough of that. That's quite enough of of Demi Moore. Right, your list, sir. Uh, Well, obviously we've mentioned a bunch of them, uh, but from earlier, Scream 2. Yeah, no, good, good shout. Love Scream I Two. I also really like Psycho Two, which not a lot of people do. I think Psycho no, Two do you know, really I was listening to Mark Hermode recently talk about Psycho yeah. and Psycho Two, and I, I genuinely 
like I remember really enjoying it when I saw it many years ago. But Psycho obviously, I've never seen all of Psycho, so hey. Well, all right, Psycho Two is a, a surprisingly good film. Like I don't think people think that it could be good because of Hitchcock. And it's a surprisingly good film. Uh, Police Story Two, Jackie Chan. Oh my God! Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Iron my Man Three. Story. Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three is brilliant. Hundred times better than the second one. Um, uh, in a slightly more budgety end, there's Revenge of the Ninja, which is a sequel to end, even though they're not direct sequels. You know, uh, American Ninja Two. American Ninja Two is great. It's I awesome. don't think it's better than American Ninja for me, but it's a bloody good sequel. Most of what I mean, when I was making this list, it wasn't. Is it better than? It's no, 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 no. It was our favorite. Uh, yeah. Exactly. No retreat, no surrender. Two, of course, and three as well. Um, oh, so when I was asking you earlier, can it be more than like? Can it does it? Can it be like, like not just number twos? Yeah. Week. Uh, Jason lives Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Oh yeah, man. It's huge. Uh, and along the same line, Dream Warriors uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Dream Warriors is like like, like and Dream Master. Both of them, like Dream Warriors and Dream Master, both are amazing. Yeah. Obviously, Friday the Thirteenth. Part six was the, and we discussed this many times. Yes. The film that got you into horror films. It was, it was. It was <laughs> um, and it was what watched part six before part one. <laughs> and and actually, do you know what? It's it's kind of almost for me. It was almost. Um, it was kind of the rebirth of the. So the franchise stops at four. Yeah. Five is a kind of standalone movie. It's a very. It's a bit like season of the witch almost, except it's connected to the legend. Yeah. Sort of thing. Totally and massively underrated as well. It's good fun. It's more of a thriller. Yeah, and ov- um, obviously then six, seven, eight, for sure. yeah. nine. I love nine. And, I, I love nine and ten. I think they're amazingly goofy. Jason X is amazing, though. Mm. Jason, like the pitch movie. What are we gonna do for next Friday the Thirteenth movie? Jason in space. It's Jason in space. It's amazing. And by the way, it's brilliant. Like yes. it's just so much. And then my last one, or at least for last one, I can think of for now. Because you haven't really done any comedies, was Airplane Two. Airplane Two yeah. is amazing. Airplane Two is superb. Yes. Um. So, what's your favourite sequel of all time? Oh God, I didn't, I didn't always have to answer hard questions. Um. <laughs> uh, well, it probably is Aliens or Evil Dead Two. Like, it's probably one of those two. Yeah, I th- I think it, probably <sighs> Aliens or. Um, Aliens or um, Evil Dead Two. Yeah. Tough. Well, it's probably Aliens out of all of them. Probably. Like it seems reasonable to me. Yeah, I think I think it's gotta be. I think I think it's just I think it is genuinely just that once in a kind of almost a once in a lifetime movie, right? Yeah, it is. It's never been topped. Um, so there you go. Those are our favourite sequels and a list of times movies. Better sequels are better than the originals. They do not consider Aliens to be better than Alien. That's crazy. <laughs> in a, in no world is that not insane. And technically, if you want to get really technical about it, Aliens, the director's cut, is better than Aliens. Yeah, I definitely agree. In fact, I don't even think Aliens should be considered in any other version but the director's cut. Sure. I will say when they showed the big screen, when they went last, I think it was last year, they showed it on the big screen, and I didn't realise it wasn't the director's cut. Like it just, it was just aliens. It was still an incredible experience. Like it was still just amazing to see that on the big screen. Um, but I agree. Like the director's cut to me is 
Why would they not screen the director's cut? It might, well, it might be because it was from thirty-five. I don't know if the director's cut was ever on, like as in as a print. I don't know. Oh, true, but it's it's just you know that thing of like 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 it's just there imitate. You can get you can get great imitation things, right? Mm. And for me, that's <laughs> that's the imitation of aliens. It's it's everything that's good about aliens, but without those really extra special bits. No, I, I tend to agree. Um, anyway, Ross, where can people find out about you? Cool. It's uh, at Ross Boyask on all the social things, at Evo Films UK to follow evolutionary films, because obviously we've got lots of films coming out, which is cool. Uh, and then to follow the action movie franchise that I'm the writer and director of, it's at Vengeance Film UK. Uh, and uh, yeah, and please, you know, please message us or Twitter <laughs> us and so forth. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, um, you know, it's it's out in the big wide world. Feedback's been really good so far. It really has. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's been, no, it's been, it's been um, so far, yeah, very positive, which is great, and very grateful for that, obviously. Yeah, and you know, it it's still it's racking up some good reviews. It's racking up some fantastically dumb IMDb comments, which. <laughs> yes. I always love reading um, like, you know, the, the IMDb comments are just the best. Genuinely. It's like, I just... it's like do you know what it is? I, I honestly want, I'm honestly wondering now if all these weird reviews, like, I mean, reviews that are just people who just haven't watched the film, which is, I just don't know why you would do it. I wonder if it's to do with um, um how they removed all the message boards so you people couldn't like troll the message boards yeah so like you can't say oh well i think he's shit and blah 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 and i hope his dog dies and all that like, like they <laughs> because they can't do that now but i'm not kidding i'm wondering those were the good old days weren't they <laughs> yeah but like it, i just i do wonder if like if it is that like my favorite review of retaliation so far is someone's given it two out of ten and said it's the worst written and directed film of 2020 so far and you just sort of go is it though <laughs> like, is it, is well, it really the worst? I mean, I mean, I mean, if that's their opinion, fine. Is it really the worst film, like the worst of like of the year? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if it is, I guess that's a, a low point. I don't know. Or technically, you know, that's an award, right? Well, yeah, almost. Congratulations. Um, I mean, I mean, to be fair, the person says the only redeeming quality was a fairly decent s- score for a b-grade film actually i'll take the b-grade as a, as a compliment yeah, <laughs> because of the, totally. uh, and the easy on the eyes outfit popping assets on the lovely jessica jones stafford this sounds, uh, like, if, a, sounds, great, sounds like a treasure <laughs> if there's any consolation he also gave vengeance three stars oh good for him Obviously, he gave birdman three stars Bird? he gave uh you know the uh michael keaton film um he gave uh, Star Trek Into Darkness nine stars. I think now we have. Oh. Now we have. He gave Life, Life nine yeah. stars. What? He uh, he gave the Transporter nine stars. I mean, I like the Transporter, but nine. But still. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. What else did he like? Um. It doesn't tell me anymore. Uh. He gave the Big Sick three stars. Oh. So he has no taste. Literally no. Uh, oh, let's, let's, uh, we were going to end the podcast, people, but this is far too fun. Uh, let's have a look at all the films he gave nine stars to. 
By the way, this isn't to justify or not justify his review. No, no, it's, sure. No, absolutely. I just, just like taking the piss out of idiots. Um, Real Steel, he gave nine. I mean, I love Real Steel. Right? So does he only give nine and three or something? Nine and two? No, I'm only I'm only going on the nines. Um, to be fair, he, oh, mm, mm, and that's where he lost me. X Men Dark Phoenix, nine out of ten. So there's something wrong with him then. And you know that film Serenity that you hated? Yes. Nine out of ten. Are you serious? No, I'm shit you not. Isn't he? He calls himself Top Dog. Yeah. Nine out of ten for. Uh, he also gave nine out of ten for Gravity. Nine out of ten I mean, for Night and Day. Nine out of ten for Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James. What the fuck? This guy fourteen. Uh, this guy might be fourteen. <laughs> he might be fourteen. Uh, so for more on me, check out www.philsquickreview.co.uk. We've had a complete and utter redesign from top to bottom. A flashy new website that took me forever to do, um, but it's now done. I'm super happy forever. with it. So forever. And we also have a new guest podcast. Uh, I'll have a film, please, Bob, with a friend of mine. Uh, Bob or Charlie as she's known in the real world uh, I announced Roller Derby with Bob for many many years and she's launched a podcast so we're now co-hosting it on our platform as well which is lovely so check out I'll have a film please Bob also um, we'll be back in uh, you know at some point probably a week maybe two weeks who knows and probably next time we'll be talking about our favourite remakes if something else doesn't happen and literally nothing else has happened because every film is being pushed to 2021 now Top Gun gone Quiet Place gone but bill and ted is coming to vod on the in september what yes cinema and vod release at the same time oh, oh cinema as well okay fine. yeah although <laughs> that does worry me about the the faith of the movie if i'm particularly honest but you know let's put it down to coronavirus <laughs> so uh that's it from us we'll see you soon take care bye bye, bye.